1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon down into the modern age he's been a boon companion though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him or brought a decent hand sample to dr jeffrey meldrum if you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek and you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Hello everybody, welcome to the Hidden Zoo. Where every week, or so, we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. I'm Don, and my friend Blake is here too. Hey, Don. You, you weren't, you're not picking up what I'm laying down? You're not doing delicious dish with me? Oh, no. Okay, that's fine, I guess. So um, we're back two weeks in a row again. We're going to try to get on a more regular schedule in the future, but we'll see. Life happens, and we're running out of cryptids. Is this sequentially after the... This is, yes. Fun, the fun experiment? Yes, this is after the AI dungeon. <laughs> the AI dungeon. We tend to record in the order I upload them. This is episode 66, and this week I'm going to talk about a creature. Okay? All right. But uh, you were just looking up some fascinating stats on Star Wars toy guns. Still looking at them. It's so stupid. (laughs) Oh, look. um, Oh, here's how to test to see if it's an original tiny star wars blaster or a reproduction no you have to burn it in a crucible and study the uh <laughs> the uh emission spectrum and unfortunately it's gone for good then but at least you'll know whether it was an original or a copy there's a float test you can see if it floats most repros sink oh bullshit but <laughs> oh look the genuine yoda cane sinks no, but first place on the surface of the water, it will float, but it will sink if you submerge it. So it's a so it's a boat. <laughs> oh, this is great! You can also so there's a drop test, an acoustic test to judge the sound. No, it makes when you drop it on something. It's almost as bad as burning it and looking at the emission spectrum. <laughs> well, there's a light test. If you want to find it. out if your near mint Yoda is real, drop it. Oh, this is great. Oh, man, I wouldn't want to get stuck with a, you know, get sold a reproduction at at gunner blaster. Yeah, I know. It'll totally throw off the, the display of random action figures I have on the top of my piano. <laughs> oh, this makes me happy that this is a thing that exists. My, the top of my piano, by the way, has a has a box set of Final Fantasy VII action figures, which I keep going back and forth on. Why don't I just fucking open it and set them up with their weapons and everything? I'm never going to resell them, and the whole box is worth twenty bucks. Yeah, I bought it for twenty bucks in 1998. And it's still worth twenty bucks. But next to that, oh, what's next? Oh, there are two. Dragon Ball Z toys I got in Burger King meals when I was in high school. We got Krillin and Super Saiyan Vegeta. And then there's a Trunks action figure I got at Big Lots like two years ago. Sweet. And then there's those worth uh, a nickel. (laughs) Somewhere between nothing and nothing. Then I have 
a Fallout lunchbox. I have a little Star Wars lunchbox. I have a Superman lunchbox. I have a I have a leg lamp from that movie. I don't really like that movie, but I do like that scene. I have a gallon jug of thimerosal. Well, it's empty now, but <laughs> it used to have a gallon of thimerosal and it give you all the autism in the world. Oh man, that's so much. I have a small poison bottle I bought in Alaska. Apparently, they just like find old prospectors' poison bottles along rivers and shit, and then this one store cleans them up and sells them. And I have a bottle of Loch Ness monster water from Loch Ness that my friend Gina gave me. <laughs> my sister's going there. Lucky. Yeah. I I hope she doesn't care at all about. Nessie, because I hear that the tour guides love it if you don't give a fuck about Nessie. <laughs> like, everybody wants to see Nessie. And if they're like, yo, do you want to see Nessie? And you're like, fuck Nessie. They're like, ay. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a good tour. And then I have a little chibi Doctor Strange. And my only two Funko Pops are Hawkeye and Black Widow. That's that's my piano. I have a Funko Pop. It's Quint from oh, Jaws. That's a good one. Oh, I just bought a I just bought a five dollar Thor, a gigantic Thor action figure from Five Below. Do you guys have that in Washington? Have what? Five Below. Five Below. It's like a so. Dollar Tree fucked a Big Lots. It's like it's no. everything is five dollars or less, and so they get a bunch of like overstock shit and bargain garbage. So it's this really crappy Thor action figure whose arms move and two directions and his legs don't move and he has a giant sword that he never had in the movies but he looks cool oh good yeah. is it, a, is it a, a real thing or like a bootleg I think it's real because I love the bootleg it stuff. could be a bootleg like those like those African movie posters I sent you <laughs> so kick ass way better than the movies if you guys want to see some good shit just google African movie posters some wonderful <laughs> bootleg art like, I want those as movie posters i want the mrs doubtfire one where he's just impaling who i can only assume is pierce brosnan on the end of his broomstick yeah some of them are just are violent for the sake of being violent and had nothing to do with the movie at all michael jackson's on the poster for et that's right (laughs) and so is the face hugger there's there's alien eggs and a face hugger it's good good stuff Oh, and I love that the the one the mummy has the Scorpion King. Yep, I'm like, and he looks just as good as he does in the movie. It's true; he may look better than he does in the movie. I actually really like the first two Mummy movies, but I will never defend the CG on that goddamn Scorpion King. Oh, we watched uh, we watched George of the Jungle the other day, which I had never seen. It's like the only Brendan Fraser movie I'd never seen. It holds up pretty well. It's pretty good. It's it's yeah. like it is a wonderful silly 90s kids movie it's very yeah it's very silly yeah it's silly it breaks the fourth wall it has an elephant dog who farts bad guy falls in poop yeah he calls his loincloth a butt flap that's pretty good <laughs> he's a good looking dude brendan fraser yeah it's uh I'm, I'm happy he's back in the business getting work again i always liked him me too he's yeah he's cool and that first mummy movie is fucking great it's really good that's just a fun, fun movie. Yeah, it's a, it's a great adventure film, like Indiana Jones type. Done well. Yeah, I really like that Very one. good. 
All right. So, what's this your week, what's your monster this week? Okay, we're going we're going back to mid seventies in England. Ooh. Okay. What teenager? What teenager saw what? Oh, wait, wait for it. It's good. It's a good one. This is actually the second thing I found when I was looking around. I was going to do a different one, but then I found this. And I'm like, oh, no, no, this is so much better. So in the mid-60s here in America, we had the Mothman, right? Mm-hmm. Who's our famous or our, our favorite large bird who was seen by like three teenagers. And then a bridge collapsed and that was it. And then until John Keel made a bunch of shit up in a book. Mm-hmm. And then in the mid-70s. The village of, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this right, Monin in Cornwall had their own. They had to deal with the terrifying Owl Man. Oh, the Owl. The Owlman. The Owlman. Owlman. And was it just a man-owl? Well, here's the thing. As I was finding different, like... I for obviously started on Cryptid Wiki, looked at Wikipedia, and I was finding different sources to pull from. The 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 more I read, the more this became also the story of a cryptozoologist slash artist slash magician named Tony Doc Shields. And Doc Shields is rumored to have purchased a doctorate from an American correspondent school for five dollars. Well, what a deal. I know. It's a really good deal. Um, and he was the primary investigator on the Owlman mystery in the 70s. See, Doc, he actually had a history with this sort of thing. He had history in Cornwall with Cornwall monsters. Because earlier in the 70s, he had tried to summon a Cornish sea serpent uh, named Morgaur. And, and what he did was he had three naked witches near the ocean and they performed a summoning ritual cool it made the news uh but according to doc uh doc shields the media refused to pick up any subsequent sightings of morgaur because he was a known magician so they just assumed it was like hoaxy shit (laughs) also he's purported to have talked about how much he loved hoaxing supernatural shit before he became a cryptozoologist well if you can't trust a magician i know He's like the opposite of he's like the reverse James Randi. He just he <laughs> invents supernatural things. I invent it and then I disprove it. He was also a widely uh, oh I'm sorry he said that. Um, so there were about 22 sightings in all after the naked witch thing. But now this is quoting from November 20, 2001 issue of a magazine I found online called Magonia Magazine. It's a British magazine of Fortean phenomena. Which we haven't talked at all about Charles Fort on this show, and that feels like an oversight. Yeah, we but, haven't. Yeah, maybe we'll do an episode on him. Where comes from. Yeah. So, uh, November 20, 2001 issue of Magonia Magazine says, uh, the witnesses were either Doc Shields, or friends of Doc Shields, or relatives of Doc Shields, or reported their sightings to Doc Shields and to no one else, or else wrote letters describing what they had seen to newspapers and were never interviewed by anyone. So... Huh. That's the story of Morgaur, the sea serpent. Morgaur. Morgaur. Is that an actual thing or is it something he made up? Uh, I mean, it has a cryptid wiki page. So I I know it's legit then. Yeah, I imagine if you did like a deep dive, you wouldn't find much more than this. 
so as the sightings tailed off, suddenly the doc found himself a new cryptid because two young girls, June and Vicky Melling, they told doc that they had seen an owl-like humanoid hovering over the Monin village church. And like one of them was 13 and the other one was nine. They only ever spoke to doc. It's not clear that they existed. Okay. A few months later, in July, another pair of young girls named Sally Chapman and Barbara Perry were claimed by Doc, of course. He claimed that he interviewed them. They saw the creature, too. It hissed at them, and it had red glowing eyes, and they both drew a picture of it. With, and they wrote their descriptions of the picture underneath. And I found, I found the pictures, the drawings. I'm going to send them to you. Give me a second. Oh, do they, do they look like a Masters of the Universe He-Man character? Just wait. That's what I'm picturing for Owlman. And you're going to be disappointed. It actually has three drawings. The top one is based on a drawing by June Melling, one of the first <laughs> sightings. So that's trustworthy. I think I've seen these at some point. Yeah, that looks like a real thing that lives. Mm-hmm. Out in the world. So, the top one is the best. You'll, you'll notice the other two, this is this showed up in a couple of descriptions that it had crab claws for feet. <laughs> I see that. So the first one. Top one just has regular pointy feet. Yeah, and he's wearing pants. He's just got like a vest and some pants <laughs> and, a, and, a, and half a Darth Vader helmet. Actually, that does look like a Masters of the Universe character. Shit. Who's the guy who had that mask like that? Hold on. The flying guy? No, no, he just said there, it was one of the guys, it was one of the Skeletor's guys who had a mask like that, but he didn't have wings. I think he looks like, it looks like Stratos. He does look a little bit like Stratos. With the wings, at least. But I don't, hold on, maybe Stratos had that weird mask, but I don't think so. I yeah, think... he's got kind of a half mask thing going on. Oh, hold on. Um, Hordak. I think it was kind of like Hordak. Oh, you're thinking of Hordak. Okay. Yeah, he's got a bit of a Hordak thing going on, for sure. Because <clears throat> he's got, like, the big, wide ears like Hordak does and a weird triangle face. <laughs> yeah. So, that's the top one. And he's got some slacks and some boots. And then the guy underneath, he just looks like a man in a bad bird costume, except with crab claws. <laughs> Like he's like got his little hands sticking out the the ends of the wings. That's a good detail. It says Birdman monster seen on third July, quite late at night, but not quite dark. Red eyes, black mouth. It was very big with great big wings and black claws. Feathers gray. B Perry, fourth July, nineteen seventy six. And then the same girl, the other girl who was with her or her at the same time, Sally Chapman, draw a, drew a radically different owl man. He has a similar shaped head, and he has the claws, but she's just better at drawing wings, I think. <laughs> yeah. But hers one, hers has a paunch. Like, the other one's is felt, and then and then the second one, Sally's is tubby. He's a kind of a thick... Yeah, he's got a element. bit of a beer gut. It says, I saw this monster bird last night. It stood like a man, then it flew up through the trees. It is as big as a man. Its eyes are red and shine brightly. So, yeah, so two girls who nobody ever met except Doc Shields drew pictures. Doc Shields copied a picture from a picture drawn by a third girl that nobody ever met. Are you with me so far? 
Mm-hmm. Okay, we're on totally this. legit we train of evidence on the same page. <laughs> okay. Now the next day, another pair of teenage girls saw it. Can you believe that? What July teens? July fifth. Two more teenage. These ones are unnamed. But this time it had its, it, its legs bent backwards like a bird, and and they wrote a letter to a newspaper to describe it. Because mm. mm-hmm. that's what teenage girls do when something weird happens. They immediately write a letter to the editor <laughs> to, to complain about the lack of action <laughs> on the, in this Birdman infestation. <laughs> They saw this bent back legs bird, and the parish council is doing nothing about it. How many teenage girls have to be terrorized before the mayor takes action? Well, did you see the jeers section today? <laughs> yeah, everyone was jeering Al Man for being such a dick. <laughs> Stop flying around the church, douche. Stop bothering our teens, you weird owl. Why can't you just bother adults, you weirdo? <laughs> So over the next couple of years, a few other unnamed people saw it, and they told Doc Shields about it, and Doc Shields told the world. And once again, I'm quoting the article from Magonia Magazine. He showed himself, this he being the owl man, he showed himself only to adolescent girls on holiday, who afterwards would chance to meet Doc Shields, tell them their stories, and never be seen again. <laughs> well, they're not from here. They were just here visiting. Yeah, no, they're 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 not. No, they're not my girlfriends. They're. I mean, yes, I know my girlfriend's also not from here, but she's older. She's not. She's not thirteen. They live in the same town, though, in Canada. Uh. Now, this uh, it, well, it, the trail went cold. It went completely cold until 1989, and an, another British cryptozoologist named Jonathan Down. So I can't shake the feeling that we've talked about this guy before maybe maybe in the Pigman of canic chase episode maybe but um, kind of familiar he uh, he went to investigate the owl man a little bit and he found a man who he gave the pseudonym gavin and gavin along with gavin's unnamed girlfriend claimed to have seen a gray feathered five foot tall bird thing with glowing eyes in 1989 there was another sighting in 1995 where somebody, a woman claiming to be a marine biology student in Chicago, she was on holiday in Cornwall. She saw this thing, and then she wrote a letter to the newspaper of another town in Cornwall called Truro. Okay, Truro, Truro, T R U. I'm probably just ruining these fucking Cornish names, but anyway, she wrote to another paper because that's still what you do. In 1995, you write to a paper in another country after you come home from seeing a monster in that country. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Right. So Jonathan Downs investigated it, and uh, he he could not locate her at the return address that was given on the envelope. He called the university that she claimed to have uh, attended, called multiple department heads, and no one had ever heard of her. Shocking. So there, that's where we're at. That's where we are with the Owl Man. That's pretty much the end of the saga. Uh, man, I'm kind of bummed. There's no Owl Man now. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a DC Comics character called Owl Man. Yeah. I mean, you can you can take solace in that. There's like a minor comic book character, Watchman. No, no, that's Night Owl. <laughs> it's different. It's a different Owl. An Owl Man. <laughs> He's an Owlman. 
He's an Owlman, not specifically Reginald, the Owlman, but he's an Owlman. So uh, if if Owlman was not just an outright hoax by Doc Shields, it was probably just like a big owl. Because <laughs> owls are big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're nine. To quote Captain Hook, to a ten-year-old, I'm huge. Now, I want to, I want to end, uh, I want to end this by reading an article I found called 12 Facts About Almond." I'm going to read it it's in its entirety. They scrounged up 12. 12 huh? Is this facts. a BuzzFeed list? No, it's at Thought Catalog, and I'm pretty sure that's an even shittier clickbait site. But it's like well, things you won't believe about Owlman. It's it's clickbait, but it's written by like independent bloggers, as far as I can tell. Anyway, one weird trick that makes you as cool as Owlman. Owlman. <laughs> Cryptids hate him. <laughs> yeah. Twelve facts about Owlman, the cryptid in Cornwell. Cornwell. Oh, so they didn't get that Cornwell. minor fact correct. Okay. By January Nelson. We'll come back to her. Owlman is the creature you hoped you'd never see. Owlman explained. As the name suggests, Owlman is an owl-like creature who is considered the English equivalent of the Mothman, another famous cryptid. Owlman is an owl that stands around five feet tall with pointed ears, red eyes, and pincer-like claws. Owlman is also known to have high ankles, large crab claws for feet... And glowing High eyes. Ankles. High ankles. Ooh, Alman. <laughs> he flashed me his ankle. I was so titillated. He's really self-conscious about his high ankles. Don't call him cankles, you guys. <laughs> just high ankles. Look at that high-waisted owl man. High ankles. You, you leave me alone. <laughs> My mom says I'm beautiful. <laughs> it's what makes me unique. <laughs> On multiple other occasions, different girls reported seeing a strange glob of floating light, light over the old Monin church, which was an orange-red color. Coincidentally, Alman's eyes are slanted and glow with bright red. Oh, wow. Why'd she have to? Now she's going racist on the Alman. <laughs> Alman's from China. Uh, church towers are common nesting places for barn owls, which non-believers claim led to the legend of Alman. Non-believers. Whenever Almond makes an appearance, a loud owl-like sound can be heard coming from its black mouth. Almost makes one think it's an owl. (laughs) Oh, shit. This creepy owl thing sounded like an owl, and it looked like an owl? I found an owl man pellet. (laughs) He had eaten a frog man. It was all full of vole man parts. (laughs) Rat man bones. <laughs> Alman is a monstrous creature that resembles three beings a human man, an owl, and a bear. So she just threw that one in there. Now it's, now it's man owl bear. Yeah, it's man owl bear. It's, it's a cereal, you guys. Oh, that's where D&D got owl bears from. Super cereal. Owl bear. Right? That's, a, that's a D&D monster, yeah, right? It's totally. It's a classic D&D monster. Owl bear. Owl bear. Alman's large flapping wings are covered in grayish-brown feathers, just like the rest of his body and legs, except presumably his high ankles. <laughs> Most of the Alman sightings took place between 1976 and 1977, which was a popular time for supernatural activity. 
There were also a large number of UFO sightings in the region, sightings of Morgaur the Cornish Sea Serpent, and sightings of the Cornish Mystery Big Cats. If you want, if you want uh, to learn more about anomalous big cats, we have an entire episode about them back in the archive. Either, either you're not seeing a big cat or you're seeing a big cat. That's pretty much what it comes down to. Or sometimes just a large, regular cat. Yes. Even though Owlman is able to stand and walk like a man, it is also able to lift into the air and fly like an owl. It's kind of, uh, kind of amazing. Oh, now I'm looking at, at art of owl bears. <laughs> For an unexplained reason, Owlman seems to only appear in front of young girls. <laughs> yeah, I bet he does. And then he takes off his zipper and examines his penis. <laughs> That's a callback from last time. I know, but we just recorded it. <laughs> for us, yeah. it was half an hour for ago. It was, for it was half an hour ago, yeah. <laughs> and finally, Owlman goes by many names. The creature is also known as Cornish Owlman, or the Owlman of Monon. His many names, both of which involve Owlman. So, January Nelson, the author of this article, I use that word loosely, does she also have some some fiction I can purchase? January, about her, okay. Well, adventures with the owl, here, owl man. Uh, you can ask her. I can. I don't, I'm not going to like put her email on blast, but I'm going to read her about the author. January Nelson is a writer, editor, dreamer, and occasional exotic dancer. Her work has <laughs> appeared on Facebook, Twitter, and the comment section of the New York Times, Jezebel, and Exo Jane. <laughs> She's, she's currently working on a collection of essays called Oops, I Accidentally Had an Orgasm at My Abortion and Other Hilarious True Stories, which she hopes to find a publisher for soon. I don't know if I love her or not. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow her on Twitter at blah, 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 or visit her at the abandoned oil rig she currently calls home. So here's some of her articles she wrote for a thought catalog. Why each zodiac sign keeps getting their hearts shattered. How your girlfriend handles her anger based on her zodiac sign. The sign each zodiac needs to slow down and take a break. What each zodiac sign spends their 20s searching for. What each zodiac will discover by the end of January 2020. These have all been published since the 8th of this month. <laughs> what each zodiac sign considers unforgivable in relationships. So... Yeah, she's big on zodiac signs. Into the astrologies. Yeah, big into that. Uh, Also, we have 50 eye-roll-worthy jokes that are so stupid they're actually hilarious. Really? You want to see? Just give me one. Okay. Um, Just one. uh, uh, What's green and fuzzy if it fell out of a tree it would kill you? Green and fuzzy... That's uh, something stupid. What's the a pool table? That's pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> true statement. All uh, right, Snapple lid. Yeah. Whoa. Do you know that the Canary Islands have no canaries? Same with the Virgin Islands. Oh, no canaries. Damn. Yeah. Oh. Woo. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
Yeah. Two guys. No. Two, oh no! There's two guys walk into a bar. The third one ducks. Classic. How, I wonder if she gets paid for this. Um, I want to. I want to look at her. I want to look at her Twitter, and see if that public book of essays has been published yet. <laughs> book club. Okay, so that at on Twitter is someone else completely. Now I don't. Now I don't trust her at all. I don't know what to think. Oh my god! You gotta run down these leads, Don. Solve this Nelson, mystery. January Nelson, you lied to me. I'm gonna e- maybe I'll email her and say you lied to me about your Twitter. Send me your fucking book. <laughs> Tell me about what your zodiac sign says about having an orgasm at the abortion doctor. <laughs> <sighs> okay, that's what I got. I didn't. I didn't have time to do a real animal for this week. Such Sagittarius. Yeah. That's but, one of them, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. You're such an Ophiuchus. Just make that's made up. <laughs> You're such a. Oh, hey, oh, hey! I'm like right now, right now, you're making, making up cat names. Whoa! Your audio just got crazy on my end. Oh, I'm sorry. I said let's ride out on our favorite new game, making up cat's names. <laughs> like you know, Gringle Sniffer. Like Grumble Shanks. Yeah. Bumple Stiltskin. Or bum bum bugger. <laughs> we 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 love this game because if you never if you're not familiar with cats, literally any of these could be a cat's character. Yeah. <laughs> Kangle stamps. <laughs> Trumple numpkin. <laughs> yeah. Old viscous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so gross. It's just like a cat made of ooze. <laughs> Come, Jellicles. Truth bow. It's the Jellicle bird. My name is Whiskey. I ooze down the well, and you will all come to the Jellicle bow. <laughs> you just wrote a cat song. That was perfect. It great. It's just introducing that particular cat. <laughs> That's what all the cat songs are. <laughs> Who's down the wall? <laughs> Mr. Cumdumpsterin. <laughs> oh, that song is pretty is pretty rough. Yeah, it's tough. It's a real it's it's a shame they gave it to Taylor Swift. Real waste of her talent. <laughs> <laughs> no, that had James Corden written all over it. I know. <laughs> but he he was he was too busy playing uh, Blumpkin Burr. <laughs> Yeah, scruff, scruffy Blumpkin. <laughs> that's uh, that's on Urban Dictionary, and you know it. <laughs> oh, oh so. scrumble, scrumble tougher. <laughs> Gimble ham. <laughs> oh, it's way funnier to say it out loud. It's because just texting it isn't as isn't as good. You don't get to hear him. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna. I'm like, it's okay, everybody. Bear with me while I go through our text history and just find the other ones we made fun, we made up. Um, oh, there's a lot. Oh, I guess it's so good. It's just like so much fun. It's so the, easy. The cats naming game. It's so it's so easy. Uh, okay, uh, Doctor Brimblecunts, <laughs> Bumbletopper, Bumbletopper. That's good. <laughs> Milk Tunstrophy. 
<laughs> this is my favorite of yours. <laughs> Big Gramophiles. <laughs> Lord Tentaculos. Table Tuppen. Flufford Nerds. Bum Bum Bugger. <laughs> I said, that's from Cunts, the porn parody. And then like two days later, I said, I realized last night that Pussies is a way better porn name for the Cats parody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then my friend Tom, I, I told him about our game, and he said that Brundlefly is a perfect cat's name. It is. I, was, I laughed at that for a good day. I was thinking of Brundlefly the cat. He's <laughs> vomiting on stuff and <laughs> melting things. How do you think old Viscous became so viscous? <laughs> Once I was a solid cat, till I met Br- Brundlefly. It's the different take. It's the the body horror version of cats. Dude, it's already a body horror version of cats. <laughs> have you seen that CGI? Oh, I want to... I wish I could have seen it when they, they hadn't fixed anything yet. Me too. Because yeah. apparently they, they re-sent it with the fixed stuff. So now Judy Dench doesn't have just regular normal hands sticking <laughs> out of her weird hands. cat body. Uh, tingle Groucher. <laughs> was that one of ours that we, no i really? just made it up oh that's a good one if you make up a cat's name in four seconds <laughs> tingle groucher <laughs> all right i think it's time to call it a night all right we can we can do this more anytime we want that's true so here we go let's uh let's play us some <laughs> old gramophiles <laughs> forgot about so that good. pretty good it's like a cat who listens to old record player. <laughs> there we go. Got to play some of that, that, that sweet pier gent again. We're going to enter the Hall of the Mountain King. Enter the public domain. Yeah. I plan on re-recording the... Uh, the uh, theme song eventually probably for our 100th episode if we get that far but i like i like just putting just getting random public domain shit to play us out i don't think i'm ever going to write that but anyway uh it's uh if you like the almond and all of the almond facts then you can tell people to listen to our show and give us a review on itunes and all the other shit that you know from all the other podcasts that also bug you by talking about overpriced underpants and socks so thank you yeah thank you very much for listening everybody we appreciate it later bye